0: we're going live. Here we go. This is a crazy, crazy odd episode. No question about it. Stick with me on this one. This is really out there. This is just a theory that I have that I came across that may or may not be real. Make your own determinations. I am just curious if anyone else feels this way because I find this crazy. So, Just hear me out. That's all I'm asking, and do as you wish with the data. That's all. All right. Here we go. And we're back. All right. Stay with me on this one. This one is really out there, but again, I'm going with my gut because I feel that you might feel the same way. If you don't, just dismiss this. But if this sounds like it feels right, bear with me. Alright, so do you feel over the past couple years I like if you can try and, the world just feels off or the energy is just not good or just like something you can't see it, you can't touch it but it doesn't feel right. Do you not feel that? Or did you not feel that, I should say? Maybe you still do. And I'm going to explain what that means if you still do. Now, I am not into astrology and like crazy concepts, but when I came across, it was like, bam, this is how I feel. And so far I've been putting out content about how I feel on things. And the replies have been like, I feel that way too. I feel that way. And it's been amazing. So do you feel now or before that things just feel off? But now perhaps you feel like there's more positivity or like we're, you know, things were really bad and dark like a year ago, but now maybe it feels like you know, things are shifting. Does that feel right to you? Because that's how I feel. If that feels right to you, just hang on, just hang on. I got three things to share. Okay. This is not going to take long. All right. Let me just get down to it. If that's the case, it's because we are shifting from the age of Pisces to the age of Aquarius. I know that sounds like I'm a mental case. But bear with me, please. Let me start off by going to reading something from a book that I've said a a trillion times that if you have not read The Sovereign Individual, you have to. It's clearly this guy knew all the stuff. But okay, this is before I even knew what the age of Pisces is and then what the age of Aquarius is, okay? This is on page four of the book, okay? It's a little long, but it's not that long. It's called The Information uh, Revolution. And basically, the point is, this is the fourth stage of human society that we're entering. And Aquarius is that fourth stage. It happens to align perfectly. And we don't know the exact date or year that the transition happens, but let's just say we think it's been happening. It's happening now. (laughs) Okay. So just listen and just tell me if this feels right. Or, like, hmm, wow, I can't see it. I can't touch it. But from an energy standpoint, maybe there's something there. If not, just stop watching or listening, that's fine. Here we go. As the breakdown of large systems accelerates, systematic compulsion will recede as a factor shaping economic life and the distribution of income. Efficiency will become more important than the dictates of power in the organization of social institutions. This means that provinces and even cities That can effectively uphold property rights and provide for the administration of justice while consuming few resources will be viable sovereignties in the information age, as they generally have not been during the last five centuries. An entirely new realm of economic activity that is not hostage to physical violence will emerge in cyberspace. This was written in 1997. Keep that in mind, too. The most obvious benefits will flow to the, quote, cognitive elite, who will increasingly operate outside political boundaries. They are already equally at home in Frankfurt, London, New York, Buenos Aires, Los Angeles, Tokyo and Hong Kong. Incomes will become more unequal within jurisdictions and more equal. The sovereign individual explores the social and financial consequences of this revolutionary change. Our desire is to help you to take advantage of the opportunities of the new age and avoid being destroyed by its impact. If only half of what we expect to see happens, you face change of a massive precedence in history. I'm gonna change with the year 2000 with 2022. The transformation of the year 2022 will not only revolutionize the character of the world economy, it will do so more rapidly than any previous phase change unlike the agricultural revolution the information revolution will not take millennia to do its work unlike the industrial revolution its impact will not be spread over centuries the information revolution will happen within a lifetime what is more it will happen almost everywhere at once technical and economic innovations will no longer be confined to small portions of the globe. The transformation will be all but universal. It will involve a break with the past so profound that it will almost bring to life the magical domain of the gods as imagined by the early agricultural peoples like the ancient Greeks. To a greater degree than most would now be willing to concede, It will prove difficult or impossible to preserve many contemporary institutions in the new millennium. When information societies take shape, they will be as different from industrial societies as the Greece of Achilles, or whatever it is. You know what that is. Was from the world of the cave dwellers. That's the first part. This is what we're going through. I'm telling you. Something feels weird. These past few years, I'm like, something's going on. You can't explain it. You can't put your finger on it, but you know it's happening. I know it's happening, and I know you know it's happening. Let me just read one more part. The coming transformation is both good news and bad. The good news is that the information revolution will liberate individuals as never before. For the first time, those who can educate and motivate themselves will be almost entirely free to invent their own work and realize the full benefits of their own productivity. Genius will be unleashed, freed from both the oppression of government and the drags of racial and ethnic prejudice. In the information society, no one who is truly able will be detained by the ill-informed opinions of others. It will not matter what most of the people on Earth might think of your race, your looks, your age, your se- your sexual proclivities, or the way you wear your hair. You know, mine looks really good. No, it's long. I'm kidding. I need a haircut. In the cyber economy, they will never see you. The ugly, the fat, the old, the disabled will vie with the young and beautiful on equal terms in utterly cutterblind anonymity on the new frontiers of cyberspace. Are you with me so far? There's one more part. Come on. Just hang on. This will come full circle, and if you think I'm a complete lunatic, I'm taking a chance on this episode. This is not on par with the type of content I make. But when I started researching this, as we do on the World Wide Web, it clicked for me and I'm just so curious if someone is out there feeling the same way. And if you do, comment so I know I'm not a nutcase. Merit, wherever it arises, will be rewarded as never before. In an environment where the greatest source of wealth will be the ideas you have in your head, rather than physical capital alone, Anyone who thinks clearly will potentially be rich. The information age will be the age of upward mobility. It will afford far more equal opportunity for the billions of humans in parts of the world that never shared fully in the prosperity of industrial society. The brightest, most successful, and ambition of these will emerge as truly sovereign individuals. At first, only a handful will achieve full financial sovereignty, but this does not negate the advantages of financial independence the fact that not everyone attains an equally vast fortune does not mean that it is futile or meaningless to become rich there are 25,000 millionaires for every billionaire if you are a millionaire and not a billionaire that does not make you poor equally in the future one of the milestones by which you measure your financial success will not just now will not just now many zeros How many zeros you can add to your net worth, but whether you can structure your affairs in a way that enables you to realize full individual autonomy and independence. The more clever you are, the less propulsion you will require to achieve financial escape velocity. Persons of even quite modest means will soar as the gravitational pull of politics on the global economy weakens unprecedented financial independence will be a reachable goal in your lifetime or that of your children at the highest plateau of productivity these sovereign individuals will compete and interact on terms that echo the relations among the gods in greek myth the elusive mount olympus of the next millennium will be in cyberspace a realm without physical existence that will nonetheless develop what promises to be the world's largest economy by the second decade of the new millennium, so probably the fourth decade, by 2025, this is what it says for 97, the cyber economy will have, oh, this is crazy. The cyber economy will have many millions of participants. Some of them will be as rich as Bill Gates. Check the episode on Bill Gates. That's a crazy one that was mentioned. Worth tens of billions of dollars each. The cyber poor may be those with an income of less than 200000 a year. There will be no cyber welfare no cyber taxes and no cyber government the cyber economy rather than china could well be the greatest economic phenomenon of the next 30 years this was written in 97 oh my god i'm gonna poop the good news is that politicians will no more be able to dominate suppress and regulate the greater part of commerce in this new realm than the legislators of the ancient Greek city-states that could have trimmed the beard of Zeus, unless you're Joe Biden or Kamala Harris. God bless. The obstacles and burdens that politics imposes and I'm coming to the end, are more obstacles to becoming rich than to being rich. The benefits of declining returns to violence and devolving jurisdictions will create scope for every energetic and ambitious person to benefit from the death of politics even the consumers of government services will benefit as entrepreneurs extend the benefits of competition heretofore competition between dirt jurisdictions has usually meant competition by means of violence to enforce the rule of a predominant group sound familiar huh weird consequently much of the uh, ingenuity of interjurisdictional competition was channeled into mil- military endeavor but the advent of the cyber economy will bring competition on new terms to provision of sovereignty services a proliferation of jurisdictions will mean proliferating experimentation in new ways of enforcing contracts and otherwise securing the safety of persons and property the liberation of a large part of the global economy from political control will oblige whatever remains of government as we have known it to operate on more nearly market terms. And this is the end. Governments will ultimately have little choice but to treat populations and territories they serve more like customers and less in the way that organized criminals treat the victims of a shakedown racket. Boom. That is meta. Am I I still alone here? Are you with me? If you're still with me, this gets even more wild. All right. I know sometimes I share my screen, then I come back from sharing my screen, and then my thing's like this big. My friend told me my production quality was a two. The the entertainment value of the podcast was like eight and a half, but the production value was a two. So let's hope that doesn't happen. That's why I want to share at the end. I got one video and then one thing to read about the age of Pisces specifically, which ties right into that and then ties into the video. And I swear, just leave a comment. Just Just leave a why. In the comment, if you somehow be like, "Mm, this, mm, I don't know if it makes sense or not, but I can see this feeling right. Please, just one person. That's all I'm asking. All right. Should I read it or should I share and read it? I want to share and read it, but it might not come back full screen, but we're going to do it because we don't thrive on production. We thrive on quality of the production. If that makes any sense. It doesn't, but whatever. All right. So this is, um, the astrological ages. That's what it's all called, okay? There's all different ages. We're going from Pisces to Aquarius. And some people are half and quite in Pisces and half in Aquarius. If you feel like, oh, I don't know, you know, I, mm, I don't know if he's onto something, but it kind of half feels right, stick with me. <laughs> I'm serious. The age of Pisces, this is what we were in. Forget the years, they're all approximate. You'll see in the video. Zero to 1900 AD, the 2000 years basically. The age of Pisces was the age, and forget the religions and all that stuff, just bear with me and keep it broad into like spirituality, you know? I'm not a religious guy, so some of the words are religious. The age of Pisces was the age of Christianity. It is not by chance that the symbol of Christians is the fish. Early Christian catacombs were covered in these. Jesus' disciples were fishermen, and he was the lamb that was sacrificed indicating the symbolic end of the preceding age of Aries and the coming of the new age of Pisces. Christianity, which is Buddhism in the East, and the age of Pisces introduced the feeling of compassion, turning the other cheek, kindness, and sacrifice for an ideal or others. Before that charity, forgiveness and empathy were a rare quality it took 2,000 years for the impulses to become more natural to humans. Mind you, we still have so much to strive towards the ideal love of Christ, but at least the seed was planted. The age of Pisces was full of bloody and barbaric moments. Throwback to the vicious Aries age. The old age usually continues parallel for most of the new ones, but amongst these, the higher manifestations of Pisces also were born. Amazing and refined pieces of musical and artistic genius soaked with mystical inspiration. All right, here we go. Humans had to learn to believe in a higher being without the ability to feel or experience God directly, in contrast to the previous ages when humanity still had an inner knowing of the higher world, so faith and hope were also developed. This was an age of Maya, illusions, lies, suffering, victimization of innocent and martyrdom, another Pisces manifestation, but this softened the hardened materialistic souls of humans and created a towards something perfect, the divine, merging with the higher. Out of this, the most exquisite pieces of art were born, and the soul became compassionate and gentler. All of this a painful but needed process for our incarceration Narrating, incarnating souls in order to prepare us for the age of Aquarius, the age of brotherhood, which is gradually starting and will come in full power within the next 2,000 years. Okay. So, that kind of sounds like the last century. What about Aquarius? If we are shipping now and my feeling of the energy in the air is accurate to any extent, I feel any bit how I feel or even half Then we're shifting, baby. Oh, we're shifting. The age of Aquarius, present day, approximately, to 4,000 AD. Of course, the age of Aquarius is the age of reason and science. Since the constellation of Aquarius started approaching the vernal equinox for the past 200 years, we became industrialized, mechanized, and now highly technological civilization. No wonder, since Aquarius rules science. The higher octave of Aquarius is science which is liberating for humanity, which gives us freedom to develop our true individuality and talents rather than having to just toil for survival. The lower octave of Aquarius is science used destructively, like the atomic bomb, pollution, I don't know, COVID, I added that. And even worse, totally mechanical thinking. Humans are just machines. I don't know, like assembly lines. Everything is just a natural coincidence, mind disconnected from the heart, etc. That's me, baby. Also, totalitarian dictatorships, fascism, communism, corporationalism, huh? All the small businesses were shut down intentionally and all the big businesses got bigger and the billionaires got richer. Hmm, conspiracy. But thankfully, the further we progress into the age of Aquarius, the more its higher manifestation will come into being, discovering inexhaustible sources of free energy, even the sign of Aquarius depicts an electrical current working with nature and not against it. Technology proving the spiritual nature of reality in the higher dimension And technology, helping raise the vibration of human consciousness so we can do, so we can these. Telepath, telepathy, whatever. Aquarius rules telepathy and clairvoyance and one of brotherhood, freedom, justice, and equality. Last part. I'll go through a quick... Because this is wild. I think it's wild. If I'm totally alone on this, just exit. But there's just no way you don't feel something in the air, baby. Just because you can't see and touch it doesn't mean it ain't happening. And I'm not religious or spiritual or any of that. I'm all about concrete evidence. But I'm all about this energy life. Aquarius is the most global signs of all. It rules interconnected networks and friendships based on mutual vision. Blood connections will no longer be as important. What will matter is that we are all connected we are all brothers and sisters in spirit and we are heading in the same direction i told you we were on the same team man and woman and whatever you are each country will reach out a helping hand to the smaller ones rather than prey on them social justice and equal free access to resources will be available for everyone divide and rule will no longer be applied it just will not work sorry bill gates As people will be seeing through it more and more. People are awakening. I'm just awakening. You might just be awakening. Or maybe this podcast is making you awakening. This would be a crazy coincidence, wouldn't it? The internet is one of the most powerful connecting tools at the start of the age of Aquarius. And And it is helping us see spread truth and awareness about the state of humans. We are being misled by some elite trying to divide and rule us world economic forum conspiracy (laughs) but we will realize that we are all the same with the same fears hopes trepidations in the heart i bet you didn't know we were the same did you but we are we're humans soon wars will become extinct mind you might take another hundred years first i don't think so aquarius rules the cosmic mind and connectedness to it By the end of the age of Aquarius, most humans will have developed a direct connection and interaction with the, quote, central intelligence of the universe, and we will have finally understood the mystery of the cosmos. We will be the citizens of the united cosmos. Sounds futuristic and awesome. Hold on a second. That book was written in 97. That's now. You're going to watch this video in two seconds. This all connects, baby, and you feel something has been off. For the couple years but just recently it's shifting like we're going in the right direction now you feel it don't you i know you do i know you feel it i know you do don't lie to me do not lie to me i know this is a weird podcast episode but this is so important because i have to know if i am a lunatic out of my mind psychotic sociopath or if you feel the energy was off for the past couple years and not just on the pandemic just something was off that you didn't know and now we're shifting to something that's better. Or maybe you don't feel that way at all. Or you feel we're still in that bad rut or you're not awakened. But are you in one of those? Is something have been weird in the past three years that maybe wasn't the same the 10 years, and 20 years prior? Is the answer yes? Is the answer yes? All right. Watch this video. This is explained super, super well. And I find this mind blowing. I could still be alone. I don't know. Please let me know in the comments. I need your support. All right. Take a listen to this. It's not too long. Or watch. Here we go.
1: That we are in a very important transition period. In Western astrology, we are transitioning from the age of Pisces to the age of Aquarius. In ancient Vedic astrology, we are at the beginning of the end of a 300 cycle, currently living in the transition period at the end of the Kali Yuga age. Here we go, baby. The Vedic doctrine also tells us what Western astrology philosophies do and correlates with the cycles described by ancient Native American wisdom as well. They tell us we are living in the age of darkness, also described in the Mahabharata, a time where mental capabilities reach their lowest point and moral virtue is stripped from the earth. As independent researcher, Bibu Dev Misra writes, when the world soul is full of blackness and corruption, and only a small fraction of virtue remains, it slowly dwindles to zero. At the end of the Kali men turn to wickedness, disease, lethargy, anger, anguish, and fear. Of scarcity, dominate penance, sacrifices, and religions. These descriptions accurately reflect our society's progression. As we move through modern history, this past age, which has lasted approximately 2,100 years, is coming to an end. A conclusion marked by a time when global tensions have never been so high. During this age, humanity has indeed experienced the most darkness. And so it seems the more ancient a civilization, the more spiritually and technologically advanced they might have been. Also interesting because after this age ends, we will be cycling back to the beginning of an age that hasn't been seen since the time of great knowledge and understanding of the spiritual sciences, mysticism, consciousness, and nonism in general. This all seems to be part of a massive shift in collective consciousness that is going on today. Carl Jung's explanation. Dr. Jung writes, As we know from ancient Egyptian history, These events are symptoms of psychic changes that always appear at the end of one platonic month and at the beginning of another. There are, it seems, changes in the constellation of psychic dominance of the archetypes, or gods, as they used to be called, which bring about or accompany long-lasting transformations of the collective psyche. This transformation started within the historical tradition and left traces behind it. First in the transition from the age of Taurus to that of Aries, and then from Aries to Pisces, whose beginning coincides with the rise of Christianity mentioned above. We are now nearing the great change, which may be expected when the spring point enters Aquarius. The quote above is taken from his book, Flying Saucers, a modern myth of things seen Wait, hold on.
0: Don't, is it? Sorry to interrupt. But haven't we weirdly been talking about UFOs lately? All of a sudden, like that's kind of normal talk, and there's been videos of "quote unquote" UFOs. I'm not into that UFO life. We're apolitical. We are a weird stuff. Hasn't that happened like recently more so than ever? I don't know. I think the answer is yes. But all right, let me let me get back into it.
1: Sorry about that. In the sky, Carl Jung, Contrary to popular belief was a heavy researcher into the topic of UFOs during the time he published his book. He also accused the Air Force for covering up information about the subject. Paul explains Young's quote above. Young is telling us that the platonic year is a problem in timing and that we call the processional motion of the equinoxes results in the vernal equinox changing about every 2,100 years and that these changes correspond to the months of the Great Platonic Year, which consists of something over 25,000 years. He is telling us, therefore, that these changes arise in nature, in cosmos, in space, are due to certain gradual transformations of archetypes, and that these archetypes mean that in nature, this clock is active, and that this clock is continuously moving, passing from one cyclic division to another. He could undoubtedly gather powerful body of information to prove that of each of these vital periods, these periods in which the general dominant of the world changes, there has been a mark, an important social, psychological change in the life of individuals. Paul then goes on to say, the life of the individual is in relationship to the life of the collective, that this phenomenon of the flying saucers should arise as the vernal equinox moves towards the Aquarian point, and that this consequently implies, as it did to the Egyptians, Greeks, and Romans, and also to many Asiatic peoples, a major motion of world consciousness, world pressure, and that this motion is from a water sign to an air sign, and that therefore the atmospheric mystery, the mystery of air, and that which is concealed within air, must become increasingly psychologically dominant. For a period of more than two thousand years to come. Wait,
0: with the air—that's how COVID travels. What? You, no, I'm kidding. That—I mean, it's—it's <laughs> it's true. But this isn't—is this not all aligning? Like they say, the stars are aligning, and that book—and maybe I'm tying things together that shouldn't be tied together. But come on only about a little bit more like
1: there's human consciousness in space scientific literature is clear on the fact that several physiological rhythms and global collective behaviors are not only synchronized with solar and geomagnetic activity but also that disruptions in these fields can create adverse effects on human health and behavior the point is at a biological level we know that all life on earth is linked in some way with solar, lunar, and possibly other cycles as well. There is also a great deal of evidence that human consciousness, which plays such a big role in quantum physics and other areas of non-material science, is directly connected to astrology in very peculiar ways. It was not possible to formulate the laws of quantum mechanics in a fully consistent way without reference to consciousness. Quote by Max Planck. This article is from...
0: Okay. 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 Wait, wait. I gotta give credit. I gotta give credit. I gotta give that video credit. That is from the channel called Knowledge is Power, Gary Light. It's called The Age of Pisces to Aquarius humanity's major transition and i looked up many of them but that's the one i stuck with they talked about how the transition to the information age is going to be whatever it's going to feel as much as like the gods broke off like in the greeks and and then this compared to the greeks and the romans what was the exact sentence that really gets me every time because i feel like i personally to be really honest with you and candid I feel like I'm awakening. That things that have been happening probably for decades or centuries are now becoming super clear to me like the corruption and the gaslighting and all. And maybe I'm just recognizing it cuz I'm at a certain age and I'm following politics for the first time or maybe I'm recognizing it because our collective consciousness or my consciousness is awakening for the first time. And I have some friends that I would say are not awakened in the sense of you know they are really stuck in the 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 Pisces area, I'd say. And I'm like in the Aquarius and we probably all switch and we transition to the new age at separate times, all within like a similar time frame, but not at like the same day or same year even. And like some people are even half realizing that there's messed up stuff, but maybe don't tie it back. To me, it's just fully obvious. And I feel like I'm waking and I'm following other people and watching other people's content and clearly share the same views. Maybe you feel the same way. Maybe you have to feel the same way. Maybe you think I'm an absolute nutcase. In that case, you're probably in the age of Pisces. Or maybe I'm in Looneyville. It could be either, and it could be both. But wait, that sentence, which gets me every time, because I feel like it's this way. I feel like the way he wrote it, which literally says. It says something great. The part I have highlighted is not the part I want. Oh, here it is. What is more, it will happen almost everywhere at once, which, by the way, everything's happening at once right now. There's so much chaos at once. Is that not the case right now in our society? Technical and economic innovations will no longer be confined to small portions of the globe. That's true. There's only been a few of us. If you're in America, especially if you've had the life I've had, we've had access to things not everyone had access to, and they should. The transformation will be all but universal. It will involve a break. This is the quote. And it will involve a break with the past so profound that it will almost bring to life the magical domain of the gods as imagined by early agricultural peoples like the ancient Greeks. Please tell me if you feel this way. I need as many comments or messages or some sort of contact on this video please know that I am not completely losing my mind and soul and everything that goes with it. Cause trust me every day I'm doing more and more research and we're doing these podcasts. I feel this way and I'm like freaking out that I'm on this Island alone, but I just don't think so. So I went with my gut, like I've been doing that's been the right call every time and creating a podcast on a particular topic that I feel like everyone else is noticing too. Perhaps And this one is probably the most important and weirdest one I've ever done. And I know this wasn't like a super funny episode or anything like that. I just need to know if I am in Looneyville by myself or if you are perhaps on that island with me. I think we are going into this last phase. I think we're transitioning to the Pisces age, to the Aquarius age. I think that the corruption and, you know, the money, all that stuff that we're seeing is being exposed now because our collective consciousness is being awakened in some weird way. I'm not spiritual. I'm not religious, but I have no other way to explain the energy in the air. And I'd say literally six months ago, I had this dark black hole feeling of like, something's not right. I don't know. But like, just seems like evil forces have the world. And then like in the past couple months, like very recently, it was like literally one day I woke up. I'm like, you know what? We're going in the right direction or something, something's happening or things are getting exposed or like, you know what? The tides are turning. Do you feel that way? Do you? I need to know. All right. That's. Those are all the things I wanted to talk about on this podcast. I'll talk about some crazier stuff about how the SSRIs was a scam and people are waking up to all that stuff. But this is really the most important, profound thing. If you have any understanding of what I am saying at all, even a little bit, It will mean the world to me if you leave a comment or if you know me, you can message me or some way to know that we are together on this. Otherwise, I'm checking myself into a ward. And that's it. And there will be no more podcasts because I'm going into a ward because I feel like I'm either borderline going into the ward or like, yeah, we're entering something crazy and other people are on this ship, too. I need to know if you're a passenger, too. Please. And then we can have a little powwow and stuff and do our own community. And we could play Duck, Duck, Goose. And I'll beat you. All right. I love you. Love you all. One love. Please leave a comment if you know what I'm talking about. I really feel like I'm on the edge of going into a ward. All right. Thank you all. I love you.